Hey, before we start the show today, I've got a confession to make. I was on the audio board during the recording of this session, and I screwed up. And so what you're going to hear today is Brian and I going through what we consider to be a pretty good podcast from a content standpoint. But the sound quality is not as good as usual, and it's my fault. And so we were both going to get on and say this, but Brian said, no, 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 you did it, man. You got to fess up and take responsibility. So that's what I'm doing. So in today's episode, you'll find that it's a little bit peaky, a little bit fuzzy at times. But if you can listen through that, I think there's some really good content here. Good luck. And I promise I'll never make this mistake again. In this episode, Brian thinks he has me stumped with his word for the day, but he doesn't. We get very high tech with whiteboards and post-it notes, and we also give you advice on how you can become your own marketing department. Welcome back to the Advanced Selling Podcast again. This longest, the longest-running sales training podcast. <laughs> when you have somebody, when you have an amateur on the board, you're long, always going to have these issues. The longest-running intro of the sales training <laughs> podcast right. ever. So, uh, created exclusively for sales professionals to help you create your own sales success. I'm Bill Kasky. I am Brian Neal, and we'll be your host. You do. That's good. We'll be your host for today's episode. So, why do you do this, Brian? I do this uh, because I love doing it. It's very enjoyable. All of my work that I do is enjoyable. It's enjoyable. I really, really love. It. I don't look at what I do is work. It's not, it's not, it's very fulfilling. Very nice. We're lucky that way. I think. Oh, I think we are. Yeah. Um, and I love to be able to reach an audience worldwide um, from the comfort of our massive studio high atop the, whatever building <laughs> the this building, is in Indianapolis. Yeah. yeah. As we look over the <laughs> snow draped countryside of Indiana. Yeah, I could tell that uh, the guy who came in a couple of weeks ago, the, the yes, uh, client that you had, Craig, Craig yes. he came in and offered some thoughts. I, I could tell he was a little disappointed. When it's a little, in. yeah, like, this it is, is like, it. This like, is it, yeah. Well, and you wonder what people think, like, we've got our own building, you know, like we've got a staff <laughs> it's, of 400 it's people. Guys. It is, come on now. Uh, why do you do it, Bill? I do it around. for the second reason there, A, I enjoy it, but B, I love the idea of getting in, engaged with people all over the world who are in the sales profession. Yeah. And we hear from people, we get voicemails, we get emails, we get link, uh, iTunes reviews, LinkedIn questions, and I just like the idea of you using your gifts and me using what I learn in the field to uh, share it with people, yeah. and they get they get access to it, and they yes. get value out of it. Hopefully, yes. yeah. yeah, I know they do, and I love and I love hearing. It's it's amazing to me how similar the sales profession and processes yeah. across industries, countries, ec- economies. It's it's really really similar, so we can all learn from each other. Yeah, so we've been on a couple of podcasts recently. Uh, we were on the Art of Charm with Jordan Harbinger here a couple weeks ago, yeah. or, or last week, a couple weeks ago, and I, we get a lot of listeners from that. And I think the things that we hear are, wow, a, I didn't know you guys existed, yeah. and b, this is different. Yes, yeah, this, I, this think, is I think this is unique. This is different. So we like to keep that up. Go shout it out from the rooftops. I have a uh, I have a word thing for you. And I think you're going to get it right. <sighs> this is a word that I learned. I don't like these tests that happen on the air. It's not really I a would, test. I would it, rather you have. I, well, I was wrong. I've been wrong for 46 years. That makes you feel any <laughs> okay. better. If you're really hungry and you have hunger pangs in your stomach, mm-hmm. can you spell that for me? Hunger, hunger pangs? Right. <laughs> I think it's P-A-N-G-S. <laughs> yeah. For my entire 46 years, pains. I thought it was pains. <laughs> well, it pains, can be. Which I always thought it was hunger pains. And uh, I was reading an article by Dr. Oz. You know who he oh, is? Yeah, Dr. Sure. Mehmet Oz. Yeah. 
And it's, I was reading it and it said, if you ever when you know, in the afternoon when you have hunger pangs, P-A-N-G-S. Uh-huh. And, and you I said, thought, what is this guy talking about? This idiot. <laughs> it's not pangs. It's pains. Of course, that was my first thought. And then I thought, you know, Dr. Oz and, uh, <laughs> probably uh, and Oprah Magazine are probably pretty well <laughs> yeah. versed in, in their uh, proofreading skills. I bet Oprah I had no idea. What is a pain? I don't, I still don't know what a pain. I didn't even look it up. I just assumed pains, yeah. P-N-G-S. P-A-N-G-S, I don't, I don't know. Pa- a pang would be Under a... pang? I like pain, though, because when I'm hungry, pains. I'm in pain. I say I got hunger pains. So yeah. hunger pangs, according to Dr. Mehmet Oz. I heard one the other day. This is not a test, not a challenge. But yeah. Have you ever heard the, the phrase... I don't give a tinker's damn. <laughs> I have not heard that. No. That is an old, my dad used to say that. Did oh, he really? he's, and he would say it, um, you know, disparagingly. Like, ah, he's not worth a tinker's damn. And I heard somebody on a podcast the other day use the, use the term huh? and it's an old, old term, but what, what, I know. What, what is tinker? tinker? I don't know who tinker right. is or what he is, but I don't Sounds give a Sounds like damn. a job for Doug Drozen and move <laughs> him out of the music world into the word world. A tinker's, Doug, look up the history of tinker's dam, would you? And send it to our listeners. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> Poor fella. Uh, we did like get a LinkedIn from the guy who knows Doug. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, we got a LinkedIn uh, a guy sent in a note and said, uh, oh, I love your show. Doug Drozen hooked me up to it. Uh huh. <laughs> for those of you who are new listeners, Doug is a, a avid listener and our fact checker. He, he fact, fact checks everything for us. So thank you very That's much. Right. So. A couple uh, LinkedIn notes here. Uh, This is from Fernando, who thought he was the only listener in Brazil, but he's actually not. We have quite a few uh, South American Brazilian listeners. He just listened to the December 24th episode and decided to send us a hey from Brazil. He works in the executive search business, been listening to you guys since 2013 when he started his own company. Your tips, ideas, and ways to think, abundance, detachment, helpfulness, not only improved sales, my sales skills, but made me a better entrepreneur. Good for him. I don't know if you're aware, but we have many fans in Brazil, a lot of them through my recommendation. Yay. Keep doing this project and let me know if there's any. It's beyond a project now, Fernando. It's a, it's a way of life. <laughs> We're going to continue for six more weeks, we think. The project's <laughs> right. been extended for six weeks. And uh, the, the Olympics are in Brazil, am I right? The yeah, Olympics are Rio, in Brazil. Rio, so any one of our any of our Brazilian listeners who'd <laughs> yeah, like to host us, that's right. Send us say, a first class plane ticket down to Sao Paulo mm-hmm. or wherever we we'll land. Bring down our microphones there. down. Why not? We'll do a live, live broadcast. We can probably get media passes. Oh I yeah, I'm that's sure. kind of a Walter Mitty dream for us or for me. A Walter uh-huh. Mitty dream is to be in the U.S. brigade that walks into the stadium. Uh-huh. As the advanced selling podcast, I'll, I'll, like, I'll, I'll like find it like there's a darts person. I'll be <laughs> the darts guy or I don't know. Anyway. That's funny. Uh, a couple uh, iTunes reviews that we got that I want to read. Um, here's one from Julie. I'm new to sales, two and a half years, and they, I assume she means us, yeah. we, us, saved me from years of fatal mistakes with my customers. Wow. I approach every situation 100% differently in the beginning, and I'm glad I had uh, time to swim in the pond to understand how these principles step your sales game up from the other guys. Very Required nice. listening for any sales pro. How nice is nice, that? Julie. What's her name? Very nice, Julie. Julie, I just got a little tear. Uh, <laughs> Kleenex. That's really nice, Julie. Very sweet. And the second one came a couple days ago. I'm a podcaster and marketing agency owner and love this show. As Daniel Pink says, we are all in sales. Don't fool yourself that you're not. It's great to uh, work on yourself with great sales pros to help you be smart and helpful with your sales effort. Also, make sure to join their great LinkedIn group, which we haven't talked about the LinkedIn group, but go to advancedsellingpodcast.com slash LinkedIn, or just go to LinkedIn and find the Advanced Selling Podcast group. It's a great group. Lots of good questions. Super smart people there. 
And hey, since you, uh, many of our listeners are business owners, and if you're not, you're running your sales territory like a business, like you often uh, tell us to do, Bill, here on the podcast. Uh, oftentimes, it feels like there just aren't enough hours in the day, even if you're working past the nine to five, which I know most sales pros don't do nine to five, they do six to six. Um, if you're into still making all the time consuming trips to the post office, you've got to have a better way. Here it is. I'm inviting you to use stamps.com. With stamps.com, you get the postage that you need, the instant that you need it. You can buy and print official US postage in any letter, any package, right from your computer and printer. It's quick, it's easy. You save money with stamps.com too. It's literally a fraction of the cost of one of those real expensive postage meters that you have to buy and or rent or lease. Plus you get the postage discounts that you can't find at the post office. We use stamps.com, used it all winter long to do all of our Christmas cardy things. Anytime I've got anything to send from the house, boom, print, stamp, mail, done. It's over. I never have to go to the post office. I actually had to go there a few weeks ago to pick something up. And I realized real quickly why I use stamps.com because the line was out the door and it was a very slow moving line. Right now, sign up for stamps.com. Use our promotion code advanced selling for this special offer. You'll get a four week trial plus $110 bonus offer, which includes postage and a digital scale. Get started with stamps.com today. Within minutes, you'll be printing postage right from your desk. Go to stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in advanced selling at stamps.com enter advanced selling so the topic today we actually brought this up last week during our famed late 2016 prediction we did yes and we talked about the idea that sales professionals need to be better uh, business planners better business people and uh, you came up with a topic, actually, and that is how can you become your own marketing department when you don't have a marketing department that is either doing what you need or that you don't have one at all? Because a lot of entrepreneurs, they are their marketing department. They are. And I think this is a really common, common situation where we've got um, high-level sales pros, people that are really, really good. And because of either the size of their company or the way that they're managed or the decisions that their owner makes or the CEO, they don't have good supportive marketing or they do have a marketing department and that marketing department spends most of its time doing other things, right? Doing like uh, product promotion, product development stuff, not generating leads and activity for the sales uh, staff. So we want to talk about how do you as a sales pro become your own marketing department? So we'll, we'll talk about this in terms of, you know, there's two parts of the sale. There's the lead generation part and there's the lead conversion part. Yes. So we typically talk on the show about the lead generation part, although we do episodes on lead gen, but this is going to be primarily on lead generation, marketing, et cetera. Yeah, so we, yeah. we've each got a series of these. They will be somewhat in order. Try to. But um, make sure you write these down and just do a little grade of yourself on whether you've accomplished these or not yeah. or where you where you rank yourself zero to 10. Yeah, it's very, very good. Here's the, the first one. I think you have to start with this, what we've called the backstage part, which is thinking before you make an another call. What is your core message? Hmm. What are you really all about? Your business, your offer? What's the core message? And I think sometimes the best way to do that is just to take a piece of paper and start writing and saying, okay, what, why do people buy from me? What kinds of problems do I solve? What kinds of aspirations do the clients that I sell to have that I help them get to those aspirations by what I do. Yep. So I think there's got to be some a little bit of, because a good marketing person will not create a brochure until they find this out. That's right. That's right. And, uh, and in, la- in, in absence of that, I think you need to do it. W- what is your core message? And probably really a, 1A to that is, who is your ideal client? Yep. Are they the president of a company? Are they president of a $50 million company? Are they publicly held? Just 
sketch out who your ideal client is. And that's going to help as we go through the rest of this. That's critical. And even what you said, there's a word that stuck out to me where you said a good marketing person won't move forward unless they know this, right? A good, not a marketing person, but a good one, right? Because there are a lot of marketing people that do move forward without knowing that and they create the brochures and stuff. So be a good marketing person here. Take Bill's advice and make sure that you are uh, really clear. Yeah, I had a... um, my daughter is doing some uh, video work for a company here in town and she's a senior in college and she's been active in video production. And she had a guy call her and say, I want you to come in and do a video for me, a, a, like a corporate video, just two mm-hmm. or three minutes. And she was asking me last night, you know, how she should present it, what she should do and what should the video say? And I said, you've got to find out these two questions first. What is the message that they want to get across in this video? And who is the ideal client who will be watching this video? That's great. And so, and, you know, she wasn't thinking that way. And I I don't know that the owner would be. He probably was. But that's where she needs to start. And that's where we all need to begin. She should listen to the podcast, too, then, right? Oh, wait. She She doesn't understand iTunes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, poor Kara. Mm -hmm. Sweet girl. Okay, next. Uh, You have to create your own marketing plan. And when you say that, people are like, oh, my God, I have to create a plan. This is really easy. You do it six months at a time, and you write it like a in our editorial calendar. So at the top of a spreadsheet, you write the months, January, February, March, April, May, June. Down the left-hand column, you write the things that you're going to do. Send email, yep. send article, forward podcast, forward whatever, podcast, whatever, yeah, forward, forward advanced selling podcast, right? Whatever it is you're going to do, you write down to the left and you just put a little X in the box that you're going to do. So all you got to do is come up with the months on the top and a few little marketing things. We're going to talk about what some of those can be here Good. in a minute. And then you, your plan's done. And then you can actually, you can actually, as a salesperson, you can delegate this plan to someone. If you've got a sales support admin or something, say, hey, I want these events to happen at these times. The key thing is you can see it all on one piece of paper. And it's really much easier to do than people think it is. That's great. That's good. I've got one here that's not as much a tactic as it is a way of thinking about this, and I probably should have uh, listed it number one. But you've got to think inbound here. Oh, yeah. You've got to think, what am I doing in my marketing plan that is creating people coming to me saying, hey, I saw that. I want to talk to you. Can you come in? And yet most of our marketing is outbound focused. Now, you got to send something out. Yes. But I think we need to be thinking, what's going to make the phone ring? What's going to make my my email uh, people reach out to me via email and want to talk? Yeah, there's got to be some intrigue there, doesn't there? That's really, really good. Yeah, because when we say marketing, we think loud. Right. We think spread Voice. the gospel. Yeah. Right. Megaphone. Yell, shout. Yeah. And what you're saying is much more subtle. It's like a, it's like almost like a, an invitation, a soft mm-hmm. invite. That's a really And think when, when you get a prospect or when I do, if they call you because they've heard the work you do. Yes. It's not it's not that hard. I mean, not that we want it to be easy, but the dynamic shifts. It totally when shifts. People are reaching out to. Yes, us. it totally. So totally think about shifts. think really about good. inbound. Always think about inbound. Yeah. Uh, this is extremely tactical. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I think most salespeople don't do is you, you, you've got to write, and I'm going to tell you how to get started here in a minute. You've got to learn to write um, marketing slash sales emails that you can send. Okay. Now we have a book, don't we, Bill? We do. Called Email It. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you are smart and you have some cash, you will go buy this book and you can find it at email it sellersguide.com. Email it. E-M-A-I-L-I-T, email at sellersguide.com. In that book are pre-written emails for you. And there are some prospecting emails in there. So that'll be uh, the best money you spent uh, in a long time to help you with this. 
because this is how a lot of these things start, right? And this is the easiest thing a salesperson can do. Uh, our friend that we interviewed a few weeks ago, um, uh, Nathan, Nathan, Nathan uh, Latka. Nathan said on Monday mornings, he sent a hundred of these emails every week. Mm-hmm. And the guy built a huge business up, five million bucks in sales in just a couple of years doing just that. And that is marketing. That's that's the word marketing and sales come together. But the trick is if you don't have a marketing department doing that for you, you've got to do it yourself. Yeah. And I love the fact that you put the tone of the of the email needs to huge. be inbound, right? The tone's got to be inbound. It's really good. But the tone also has to be one of personal tone because uh, how many emails do you all get, yeah, you get that handed, is yeah. all marketing speech? that's true correct you know, we've been in business for 125 years yeah. and we are the sound we're the number one provider yeah nobody cares it, about yes. that and, it's and, like a resume so nobody true. nobody reads your resume they want to know what you've done and what you're going to do they don't care about the resume and i think it's the same thing here they don't care about how great you are they want to know do you care about my business yeah i was working with a client on this specific uh topic and um they have a new technology um do you know how do you figure out how much beer's left in a keg, Bill? Like, remember your old keg party days back oh, in yeah. college? How does everyone yeah. figure out how much keg's left shake in a beer? It. You shake it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, now we have, a, we have a way to tell you exactly how much beer down to the pint is in every one of those kegs hmm. for a bar. So hmm. you hear that? So you hmm, right? That's yeah. what you get. Interesting. Okay. Well, we were leading with our marketing material and our sales material, sales speak was saying, we're a cloud-based technology company that has a, a platform that allows you to run full service reports and, bl- and you're done. Excited. Like, it's awful. How do I get so keep the, that? Keep the, 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 all the speak and the techno babble out of this. So what would be an example of a better, more personal approach in your email? What would, what would the language sound like? Yeah. Not um, in that case necessarily. Oh yeah. 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 Um, uh, first of it, the, the email start, and you'll see this when you buy the email at uh, seller's guide, uh, that the emails will start in, in, first of all, acknowledging that we've not met or we don't know each other because that really helps the personal. So I'm, 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 I'm uh, reaching out to you cold here, Bill, you and I have not met. Let me cut to the chase and tell you why I'm contacting you. Here's, uh, we do this, uh, your company or whatever you do looks intriguing to me. I didn't know if there would be an opportunity for us to talk. Here's something to look at. If you find something intriguing here, let me know. We can schedule a talk. If not, let me know that too, and I'll leave you alone. And there's no question in my mind that that's a personal email that you've written, or at least you've crafted. Now, the fact is you can have somebody else send it. Yes. But that's the tone we're looking for here. For sure. You've got to have that tone today. Yes. And a a lot of older people will say, oh, no, you don't, want, that's, you don't even know. That's too personal. You want to talk about how great you are, and it's eh, just wrong. That's no, just not it the way work. people are doesn't work. engaging today. So here is my uh, third one, and that is seek engagement through content. Yeah. Instead of publishing an article and just letting it be out there, send someone an article that you wrote, and you're, you're going to get into that a little bit later, and ask for advice. Yeah. Ask them, what did you think? You know, yeah. Did you have any, did I miss anything? What do you mm. think about the concept, the principles? Good. I'd love to hear your ab- advice on it. Now oh. you're engaged in a conversation versus a one-way thing. I like, we need like a gong in here. There's a gong. There's a gong. You know, like something to hit. You know, we've got a pang. We just don't have a gong. I wonder how many. We do have a pang. I wonder how many of our sales team listeners have like a gong or a bell at the ring when they get well, a big sale. I bet, I bet oh, more sure. than we think, you know. Yeah. So we need it when we get a good idea like that. We need some sort of gong or a, a bell or something to go off. I like that. Or you probably get it on your little soundboard there, right? I probably could. Get some things. So. Uh, staying in this in a similar vein here. Um, a client gave me these words. You've talked about this before. I've talked about it a little bit. Um, and that is to record the customer. And my client yesterday said, we, he even gave it like a brand. He goes, you know, we could do a voice of the customer with that guy. And a voice of the customer is an answer to two or three questions and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, what was your biggest issue you had? 
what's life like now? Yeah. What, you know, what, what would you say about working with them yeah. or us? That's it. Everybody, almost everybody has a smartphone. Yeah. Almost every smartphone allows you to record pretty darn good audio. Very good audio. Really just sitting there. You take the three questions, you turn the audio on. You don't like stick it up to their mouth, right? Mm-hmm. You just sit it on the table, hit record. You usually get some good audio. Then you can transcribe it also. That's right. Here's an interview, right? So yeah. I sent transcription services, what, dollar a page, not yep. even, 50 yep. cents a page? Yep. So for two bucks, I created a little interview with my client. I can have my graphic person design it up. And there you go, voice of the customer. It's really, really good. Because I think we have talked in the past about doing a video testimonial or an audio, but it doesn't have to ever make the, see the light of day no. in terms of the audio. No, It's Easy. just a transcription. Yes. And then you put that in the plan, by the way. That would be a thing you put in the plan. You say, yeah. I'm going to send a voice yeah. of the customer out in January. I'm going to send a voice of the customer out in March and one in May. So I'm just thinking about the resistance that we get from listeners on this. That yeah. sounds like a lot of work, Brian. I mean, that sounds like, you know, is it really my place to record a testimonial and then have a trend? It seems like, it seems like that's a lot of calories burnt. Yeah. Yeah. Burned. That, that, those, those, those are the elements that are in our minds that we have to look past, right? People, you're doing this with good customers. Almost all of your good customers want to help you. And if you say, Bill, I want to ask you for a favor. Uh, I'm trying to create some a voice of the customer series, and I've got three questions to ask you. It'll probably take you about four minutes. I'm just right. going to record them on my iPhone, if you don't mind, and I'll give you the questions at a time. Mm-hmm. Number one, what was the big problem you had before we met? Two, what's life like now? Three, what would you say it's like to work with me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Easy. And then you can. Ch- it's just that, and you just hit record. And I ask you those, and you just say them out loud. Yeah. And then I ask you the next one. I, I just don't. It's I struggle sometimes to get the resistance to be. You know, I don't understand what people are so bothered by it. Like, why is that difficult? Yeah. And it yeah. is. I'm not saying it it's is. not. No, it, it is. just is. It just... Well, I don't think we think... I don't think the average sales professional thinks about marketing no, that they, way. they probably and don't. We have to, and that's the we whole reason to. we're doing this episode. It is. Uh, here's one that I have, and that is... And you talked about writing. Uh, the, this idea of writing an evergreen article. Uh, mm. Chris Worthwine was, was one of our friends. He runs a company called Five Metacom. It's an ad agency, digital and, and physical ad agency. And he talks about evergreen content. Mm. So can you write an article that is something like the five things to think about when you get ready to purchase sales coaching or the five mistakes companies make when they buy new software systems? Yes. Yes. And that it's not timely. So that's thus the evergreen uh, description. It can last forever because the mistakes probably aren't going to change. Write something and have that in your um, toolkit so that if you're out talking to someone, you can have some of those with you and you can say, Brian, uh, I wrote an article recently about the five mistakes. You don't have to read it right now, but I thought you'd like to have that. Yeah. Or it could be digital, PDF, etc. But the idea of you becoming a content, a content marketer and having content to generate engagement, you got to have something which, with which they can sink their teeth. Love that. And evergreen means what again? Evergreen just means there's no end. There's no beginning. It's, it's not deciduous. Yeah, exactly. It's right. As in trees that change colors. It's true. Yeah. It's really, really good. Deciduous. How do you spell that? Okay. That was really, really good. I don't want your card. I want the outro. (laughs) What makes you think I'm done? (laughs) Oh, sorry. I was done. You got more? Well, you talked about a plan and, um, and I think there's a, 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 an addendum to that, and that is, what is the lead generation process? And I had a, a meeting today with a lady who runs a sales team, and I said, what, what is your process right now? And yeah. she didn't really have a lead gen process. We just started working with them, so they will soon. Yeah. But I said, why don't you just get an, a 24 by 36 inch easel page 
and just take some of the post-it notes and just maneuver the post-it notes to say, what is the process? Well, first off, they hear about us when, they, when we speak or they hear about us on a webinar or we reach out on LinkedIn. Okay, yeah. that's one. What's the second step? Well, we send some kind of content to them or we invite them to a webinar. Something that you can look at and say, this is a process. And yeah. now you've got the plan and you have the process. Right. And now you have a marketing department. Right. That's great. Presto. Yeah. Gone. Whiteboards with post-it notes are still used in most uh, IT programming companies that are I've they? been in. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that you think like, oh, that's archaic. That's no. because they can move them around. Because they can move them around. Yeah. yeah. That's a brilliant idea right there. If you don't have one of those in your in the sales bullpen, the bullpen. get one. Get a, a gong. Get a gong, gong, a gong and a whiteboard with a bunch of post-it notes, and you're done. Yeah, How about baby. that? That episode could have been 40 seconds right there. <laughs> Hey, that does it for today's episode. That was a good one, by the way. If you haven't downloaded a free copy of the Ultimate Pregame Audio Program, go do that right now. Ultimatepregame.com is where you get that. We want to hear from you via LinkedIn. Go to the LinkedIn group. Join us there. Send us a note. Send us a an email if you want. Uh, you can also find us at listeneradvancedsellingpodcast.com. We'd love to read questions on the air, engage with our listeners, and uh, we will see you next time on the latest episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast. See you.